What if these things can read our minds? This is a safe sex zone. Simple, beautiful fish. Good night, campers. Turn on, tune in, talk movies. Welcome to the Video Cult. Uh, I was gonna start this one by asking about stories of, of if we've all thrown up in a cab, but I want to hear oh. from Nathan in the first 20 minutes of this episode. So <laughs> I know, I know. Gabby, don't worry. We'll get our cab throw up stories in, but I'm gonna, I'll ask something that maybe is a bit more general. What's your experience with people talking in a fucking movie theater? Oh my what's God. Like your, what, do you have like yeah. a big one? Yeah, and it was one of the worst movies I think I've gone to the theaters for. And that was <laughs> episode two of Star Wars, the the Clone Wars. Oh, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah, Attack of the Clones. Thank you. And okay, this was how cool I was, by the way, in, in kind of my early high school years. So I, I moved around a lot as a kid. So I didn't have those, those friend groups, right, that you move through school with. That's my excuse. And... So Attack of the Clones came out. I really wanted to see it because I saw The Phantom Menace. And I actually like The Phantom Menace. I think it's a good movie. I like Phantom Menace too. Yeah. And so I went with my mom to see Attack of the Clones. And uh, my mom, of course, having no interest in this. But, you know, her loser son, you know, can't, can't go to the movies on his own. <laughs> and <laughs> we were one row up from I think a group of slightly older than I was teenagers. I, think I was like 13 or 14 and uh, they were probably like 16 ish. And these guys were, yeah, they were just, you know, they were talking, not really giving a shit. And so I wasn't going to say anything cause you know, I'm trying to, to not draw attention to the fact that I'm at the movie theaters with my mom. <laughs> my mom though has, and I love my mom. She's a great person. And, and, and oh, because I have to do this. Start, always yeah. a great start to a story. <laughs> yeah. She's got a, a bit of a Karen energy to her. She really does. She is she is the type at restaurants <laughs> that there's always something that's wrong. And she does oh, have boy. bad luck. But sometimes you're just like, ah, the one variable that continues throughout all of these issues yeah. And <laughs> so, yeah, so she was, she, she did the, the little like, shh, you know, and things. And that, of course, only emboldened, uh, these, these gnarly teenagers. And it was a disaster. I got to tell you, it was a disaster. Cause <laughs> my, then my mom gets mad and starts arguing with them. And it, it, like, I'm just trying to die. I'm just trying to yeah. die in my seat because I don't want to be here. I don't want to, I don't want to be near these teens. I don't, cause I was just trying to watch the terrible movie in front of me. <laughs> yeah. That's, it is the worst star Wars it's, movie. It's, I think personally, it's pretty bad. I, I haven't seen many of the new ones, but that one sticks out in my, in my the, mind. I, I, it, cause like, it's probably close to on par with some of the sequels where the sequels, I love their set pieces, but the story kind of is all over the place and never really like finds its footing. Um, but I, I enjoy them for being just action movies. But Attack of the Clones, I find is like pretty insufferable. Um, but Gabby, what about you? Movie theater, people talking, get, get, got any spicy, spicy takes? Um, you know what? I've been pretty lucky. Uh, the only time that Okay, so when I was in high school, this was grade 12. So um, it was grade 12 advanced English. And we were doing, I think, Macbeth at the time. But it was just released of like the movie 
anonymous just released it was like this movie um all about william shakespeare like that sort of deal oh that movie okay. yeah i was trying yeah. to think about it when you said the title yeah yeah and it was it was an okay movie um but you know they had permission permission slips sent out because they're just like there's some spicy scenes but um one of the um one of my classmates i don't know who um went and he had a laser pointer so Uh. every once in a while i think there was one time when the main character had his shirt off and you you just see like some like little dots of like little nipple like on his nipples (laughs) the whole theater just started laughing our asses off (laughs) and there was like a couple times where it was just like just just like little like little like laser pointer that was like a little bit more fun oh that's good yeah i just thinking of the permission slips for spicy scenes i've gone to the movies with my mom many many times and mm-hmm. she's usually the one when i was growing up who was like oh we gotta watch like this movie and it's like you know mm-hmm. some serious movie or she's like oh you should rent goodfellas or something like mm-hmm. that and we both like uh martin scorsese and she was like you want to go see that wolf of wall street i was like yeah fuck yeah i want to go see wolf of wall street if you've seen wolf of wall street you know it's very uncomfortable to watch with your mom (laughs) and i just remember the whole time like i still enjoyed it like i don't get i don't get personally that uncomfortable like i hindsight i wouldn't have chose to go and to the to the movie with her but when it ended my mom was like I don't, I don't think we should have came to this together. And I just started laughing and I was like, no, we should not. Yeah. I'm glad I saw it, but no, but two times at a movie th- and I've been in a movie theater where people talk a bunch and I don't give a shit. I tell people to shut up all the time. Yeah. But, uh, the two times that stand out one, I was a teenager. We went and saw that shitty movie, dead silence about the killer fucking ventriloquist dummy. It was oh, like made yeah. by the guys that made saw and mm-hmm. it was not good, but it was like, there's the woman, Mary Shaw ghost and stuff is there. This is, fucking St. Patrick's Day. There's three guys sitting behind, right behind us who've been drinking and like leaving the cans on the floor. There was like an empty bottle of fucking Captain Morgan, like a little one there and shit. And behind them was these three girls uh, who were talking. And I couldn't really hear them. Occasionally I did, but it's a horror movie. I didn't give a shit. Um, And uh, these guys really took it to heart. So right in the middle of the movie, right behind us. So we're just hearing this fight. They turn around and start screaming at them. They're just like, shut up, shut the fuck up. And then they're just like, how about you turn around and watch Mary Shaw? Turn around and watch Mary Shaw. And that's all we could hear was just shut the fuck up. Turn around and watch Mary Shaw. For years, me and my friends would just like, if someone was talking, we'd just shout, turn around and watch Mary Shaw. And those guys, the drunk guys, then got up, went, got, staff from the movie theater and they kicked out the girls <laughs> so the drunk guy stayed and those girls got kicked out disrupted like the middle 25 25 minutes of the movie we couldn't hear because it's all this craziness so, so that was a time where i didn't say anything um, the time where i tried to say something was at top gun maverick i'll do this one quickly yeah. but there was a guy again drunk there with his girlfriend during loud action scenes, he would try to talk over them during quiet scenes. He'd talk at a normal volume because he could hear himself and you could hear her. Like I was like, occasionally I was like, shut up. And he just wasn't getting the hint because he was drunk and his girlfriend, you could, I could never hear what she's saying. It would just be like a, like a little murmuring. You could kind of tell she's like, Oh, you gotta, could you keep it down? Like people are getting upset. 
And it, and it, during the times when it's like Tom Cruise with Jennifer Connelly, he's just like, oh my God, Jennifer Connelly's still so hot. Oh my God, <laughs> could you imagine getting to fuck Jennifer Connelly? And then I could hear her tone of voice change dramatically. And he's like, no, but she's like, she's hot like you, babe. And I was like, oh That's a good my save God. right there. I was, like, I was like, girl, fucking leave. Walk out of this movie theater now and go yeah. download Tinder. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Yeah, like if if I'm out on St. Patrick's Day, my mind I after I've been drinking, my mind doesn't go. Let's go to see a movie. It's no. Let's, let's just go to another house party and go get more yeah. drunk. Let's let's go like I don't know, drink some more crappy green yeah. beer. But like no, they yeah. had they they saw the trailer for was it Dead Silence? Dead silence, yeah. Yeah, they're just like, we have to see this movie, man. We have to see this movie. We have to see Bruh, it. Do you, know, do you know how crazy it's going to be to watch this puppet movie drunk, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the appeal of that was. Uh, yeah, I, I always I always pub crawled on, on St. Patrick's Day. Um, I mean, years ago now, mm-hmm. I don't do anything. I forget it's St. Patrick's Day half the time now. Same. But I remember the last time I went on a pub crawl, went to the Oasis, which for the, our listeners is like a really trashy bar in town with no windows. And I remember being there and it was so raucous, such a mess. Tables are pushed around and just watching. I was with my girlfriend at the time. She had never been there and she was not cool with being at this place <laughs> that was so trashy. And I was like, this is great, right? She's like, I don't feel comfortable here. <laughs> and I, and then we both looked over at the same time to watch someone throw up underneath the table. And then the person they were sitting with grabbing those super skinny napkins and just piling it on top of the napkins to cover up that they just puked like not liquid beer puke like they just came from oh, pizza no. corner puke it was nasty as fuck <laughs> but that can segue us right into our our uh throwing up in cab stories if we want <laughs> <laughs> yeah nathan do, do you have a story because i know like last uh, cult meeting we kind of like talked over you for like the first like 30 <laughs> a minutes lot. yeah you, a lot you guys have just li- lived such interesting lives yeah <laughs> yeah i i have never thrown up in a cab i have I've done very little puking in public, honestly. The uh, the closest I've got was uh, coming home from our trip to Vegas in the winter. We had to get a cab from the airport because got in at like three in the morning. And uh, I had super COVID. So I was just trying not to die in the back. And that was just like like two masks on in a fetal ball, just like feverish shaking and just trying to like get home so I could maybe survive. It was rough, (laughs) but uh, yeah, nothing as fun as just like projectile puking all over a cabbie. So go for it guys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I didn't projectile puke on the cabbie or in the cab proper. Uh, I, that year I went uh, it was Halloween and I went as a capitalist pig. So I had a bowler <laughs> hat, a pig nose and, and, a and this like super flashy blazer with no shirt on underneath. Cause I had like a Coke body back then. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, just living life, feeling great at men's bar. And, uh, of course went way too hard. And I think got sick on the street before I even got into a cab pig nose still affixed to my face, by the way. So really great look. But in the cab, it, I had this bowler hat like that you get at the p- party oh, city. So it was just no. like a hard bowl <laughs> thing that I could no. throw up into. So I th- no, it worked out. It was like a, it caught all my puke. I threw up into it. But 
lost my glasses in the cab and that cab driver for sure threw them in the trash because I never saw those again. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I also have like, I've, um, there's, there's quite a lot of puke stories that I have. Um, <laughs> So, Let's keep it to the cab for now. And we'll save me- the rest for other episodes of yeah. cult meetings. <laughs> so um, I went bowling with my friend at the time and her partner. Um, so we went bowling. I had a fuck ton of beers, some other mixed drinks. And then, um, so we're, we're doing okay. And then we went back to his place. So this is like culmination of like other shit that happened. Um, so um he had like a weed like vaporizer and anyways like i think it was like the mixture of beers or like whatever i had plus like the smoke and all that stuff because i'm like a very i'm like such sensitive skin um and some sometimes some alcohol will make me break out so we um so i had this and then i had so much fucking weed (laughs) And literally, right, especially for the vaporizer, it's like so it's such a high THC content and green out super easy. Yeah. Anyways, I did. And anyway, so the top of my lip went bright red, like the indents of my um because I had I sometimes have eczema like right here. And that just went oh, yeah. bright red. My neck went super splotchy, my face went splotchy. Anyways, so they were just like, we got you gotta go home. So it was from like Clayton Park to my place, which is in Spryfield. Um, so this cabbie picked me up. My friend's like, okay, get in, get in the passenger seat because apparently that makes like, it's easier or whatever. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. And then like halfway through we were, we were like on like Dumbrack street. And then like, I was like, pull over. He's like, what? Pull over. And then like he pulled over and then like, I opened up the door and it got like, Bleh. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't good. I showed up and I was like puke covered all over me. And then, like, oh, you got it on yourself, too? Too, yeah. And, oh, no. Um, so I had to throw out. It was my it was like a Black Orchid. It's like a metal band, I think, from mm-hmm. around those parts. I, I had that T-shirt. It was my favorite T-shirt. <laughs> it was ruined. And then I although I did tip the cabbie because I did get you call over his cab oh no that's a tipping I, situation i tip what did you tip him though a hundred bucks okay wow that is really good that is very that is a good a good play yeah yeah i i tipped him a hundred bucks because i was like honestly it was everywhere but it was it was not my finest oh, moments. No. So to get like a little serious <laughs> see what i thought you meant like you opened the door and it just like sprayed out the door is no. what i thought you meant it's like and so i started like it was like right where like the like the seat like the not the seat but like the the bottom and then like I ah. started like I couldn't get the door open fast enough. I see. Yes. So, <laughs> so I think it was like enough money for him to get it detailed. <laughs> I would hope, uh, I or would at hope. least to pocket it and be fine yeah. with going to Rubber Duck and spraying it out. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It was for like the longest time. I've I've haven't really had like. Um, a handle on my drinking it's it's been to be like a little serious I have like I had like a bit of a problem throughout like university and stuff like this so I have a plenty of gross drunk stories but you know oh 
Okay, me too. My whole twenties. I yeah. lived with drug dealers at one point. Like yeah. I have, <laughs> I have absolute nonsense stories. I'm, I'm banking them though. We got a lot of episodes yeah. to get yeah, to. Yeah, I yeah. can't just give them all away right now. No, no, no. We can't share our cards just yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think I know something. Uh, Nathan's definitely want going to want to talk about. And I went as well. Uh, Nathan went to his first live wrestling show. Uh, this past weekend and i also went so we definitely have some good stories from that but Mm -hmm. nathan uh yeah how was uh, what are your thoughts on wrestling live wrestling live wrestling kicks so much ass it's the best (laughs) it It really really is these guys were great they were all super into it and they were all they all looked like dudes you could find at any tim hortons which i think just (laughs) added to how much i enjoyed it because it was a real nova scotian experience Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've never, I've never been to it. And a lot of sports, it's funny if if you're a sports fan, a lot of sports are best seen in person. And then there's those that are best kind of watched on television. So uh, hockey is a great in-person spectator sport, football, great television sport, right? There's, it just depends on, on what you like. I've, and I've seen wrestling before I grew up kind of nineties attitude era type of thing. I've seen a lot and it doesn't hold a candle to it. It really doesn't. You you got to see it live. It's so much more fun. The crowd was fantastic <laughs> for it. The crowd really yeah, made it special. They're for all me. they're all decent people. Like it's mm-hmm. a lot of similar art propeller arcade crowd. Like I knew a bunch of people there. Um, I don't know if you saw, but there was a girl with like a crazy huge blue mohawk i did see that yeah yeah that's my friend maria so she works for trailer park boys and she's working on uh uh, rob wells new show trades so she's like a prop person so me and her usually meet up every once in a while um but she was there with her boyfriend and he was like i thought he was gonna wrestle but he's just he was just dressed like a wrestler like he fat he'd never seen wrestling before yeah he was walking around high-fiving people and shit i thought he was gonna get in the ring at some point (laughs) and i was like out having a smoke with her and she was like nah he just he just wanted to dress up i was like oh fuck yeah cool (laughs) but i i couldn't believe me i went with my girlfriend and a friend of mine i couldn't believe we were the only people that brought chairs for a five-hour event you were definitely the only <laughs> smart people to go to the event because the rest of us were just standing around like assholes the whole time. And it's like a five yeah. hour event. There was two cards and yeah. uh, it's probably 11 matches. I think I counted and something like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's wild value for money as well. So often you go to live events and it takes them forever to switch between one thing to another or to go, you know, from one match to another uh, or a show, that kind of thing. These guys were so efficient. I was blown away by it. It was it was really impressive uh, because I'm a, I'm a big nerd at this point for for production stuff. So just looking at at kind of how they Definitely. they did their production, the guys walking around with the cameras and stuff. But I was really impressed by the way they ran it. Uh, yeah, the the crowd for sure was the crowd noise was great. There was a lot of uh, fun chance to get in on and like you after about the third match. I felt like I felt like one of them. It was good. Like I yeah. knew the chance. I knew the the. I was like, yeah, okay. Like I, I'm into this now. I get this. Um, so yeah, I can't recommend it highly enough. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had a good time. Jason Eisner was there, actually. No oh. Yeah, yeah. I pointed him out. He's he sometimes is at the arcade. Like I see him a bunch. I don't know him personally. Like I see him around. I just recognize him. But yeah, he was there with a few people. So and for our listeners, if you don't know, he he makes the show. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring. He also did Hobo with a Shotgun, Kids versus Aliens. So he's a local filmmaker. Um, but yeah, he's usually around the arcade and and stuff like that. So one thing I'll say about he was there too. 
this uh, yeah, event no, too, is that it's done in a parking lot behind the uh, Propeller Brewery. And so on all sides, it's, it's this torn up lot that they just have yeah. a ring in the corner of, but it gives it just so much personality. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is an authentic Nova Scotian experience. And I don't feel like there's a lot of those around anymore at least not mm. in like the heart of the city. I was like, yeah, this feels dirty and grungy and fun. And that's exactly what it was. Yeah. One thing I, uh, one final thing I'll say about this. One of the guys walking around the crowd with the camera was uh, a guy. He had glasses on. I don't, I can't really remember what else he looked like. I went to school with him and uh, I we weren't like uh, close friends or anything. He was a couple of years uh, below me. Uh, but I do remember that when we were in junior high, uh, I would have been in grade nine. He was in grade seven. And this was during the height of like American Idol, Canadian Idol. So they decided to do Fairview Heights Junior High <laughs> Idol. And like they were filming it and they had auditions. And then eventually some band came and I, I'll have to look up what it was because I, I hadn't planned this, but there was a like ba a Canadian band, some Canadian duo in 2004 that had like a popular song. And they came as like two of the judges. And, um, he sang in it and he sang bridge over troubled water and he wasn't bad. <laughs> so it is funny. Yeah. I was like, Oh yeah, I know that guy <laughs> for a very strange reason. I just have this strange yeah. memory about him. So it was just funny though. Uh, what's your guys' wrestling names? Oh, definitely trash rat. Yeah. Trash yeah. rat's great. We, actually you could do a lot. Yeah. That. Cause me and, yeah. me and uh, Carrie, my girlfriend, my girlfriend's five feet tall. So I'm, I've got nine inches like height on her. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, we should just wrestle together. I'll be trash rat. You be short stack and we can fastball special. Like she's Colossus <laughs> and she could throw me like I'm Wolverine. Oh my God. Yes. I would pay such good money. <laughs> oh to see my that. God. She used to be a hockey goalie. She's got like that sturdy. <laughs> yeah. she, she can't be knocked over. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, what about you? You know what? I actually haven't thought about this. I spent most of the time at wrestling thinking about what song I would want to be played in for. Because okay. there, there was some weird ones out there. There we okay. had uh, we had some ABBA at the event, which was just <laughs> kind of fun. Uh, I think I think it was <laughs> "Give Me a Man After Midnight." I think was it was "Man After Midnight." Yeah. Midnight. That's like, so, that's good. I might need you guys help on this one. So I would probably go with something, some kind of play on the, the name stone because stone mm. is a good sports name. Yeah. So I feel like Ooh, that, yeah. you know, my last it name is, is probably a good one for it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The boulder. The boulder. That's fair. I'm yeah. not that. I feel like yeah. I need to be a big guy for a boulder and I, I'm, um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty. Not. What about stone cutter? Stone cutter. Stonecutter gemstone as well. If you want to go, you could have like 80s glam rock. You could yes. go for like the real flair. Yes. yes. Okay. That's gemstone. it. That's what gemstone. I want. Yeah. Gems, yeah. Gemstone's it. Gemstone. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to bedazzle the shit out of myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have like, have pasties oh, like on yes. your nipples like, <laughs> that are like all like rhinestones and shit. Yeah. But they have to have like little tassels at the end too. And oh like, yeah, you so, have yeah. To, like, so you like do like one of these and like shake it around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know about me. What do you guys think? Mm. I think it's that's it's got to be something. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You you've got a a real a real chaotic vibe to you. I think. I think that I I almost want to say like something punk rock-esque mm. but yeah. like really Duchess like hard anarchy. into it Ooh, i like that that's just some anarchy <laughs> yeah. 
And then I, and then I can Duchess anarchy. Like Duchess anarchy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or I was thinking like full blown, like Y2K. I want to see like a Paris Hilton esque wrestler. Mm. And oh, then definitely. she she takes like the like the like her purse with the dog in it and just like takes it off just starts whipping the other <laughs> wrestlers. <laughs> the dog there are kind of wrestlers like that now yeah. in WWE. There's good. There's a lot more women wrestlers of of variety of, oh. of looks and stuff. Oh. But a lot of the times those wrestlers just use their like a name. It's like Alexa Bliss or th- stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, Ra- Raya something. Raya oh, Ripley. Uh, Raya Ripley. Oh, oh, she's amazing. Oh, I love Ray Ripley. She's oh the best. Oh, my God. Yeah, her and Dominic uh, Mysterio, yeah. their whole thing going on is fucking great. Yeah, yeah. she, like, she she's, like, mm. <laughs> 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 well, I'll put it this way. Her ring nickname is Mommy, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she, like, I think there was, like, one thing. It was, like, going on TikTok for, like, a little while. Like, she, like, she's. She's she's just like tall. She's like really tall. She's really like super tall. Built. Yeah. She's like really well built. And then like she like she like um, she had like one um, wrestler on her back and like took her legs and pinned it behind her ears. Mm. Okay. I had a moment. <laughs> I, I I I I screamed into my pillow. <laughs> I, I I I had a moment and I was like. I think I need to watch wrestling now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like you need to watch more SmackDown. I think she's on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But alone. I need to watch it alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Curtains drawn. The yeah. sound is off. You just have, like, slottled music playing. Got the candles lit. <laughs> yeah. Pop some champagne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> uh what have we watched for movies? <laughs> okay. Where are we at for movies this uh, week or two weeks that it's been since we've recorded? Yeah, I've got uh, I, I've got one thing that I have watched recently that's worth talking about, and that's uh, Renfield. Okay, and that's the uh, yeah, well, yeah the, that? the new uh, yeah Nicholas Cage uh, guy from Thing. Who I'm forgetting. I'm sorry. He's he's been in uh, Nicholas stuff. Holt. Yes, that's the one. Thank yeah. you. And yeah. I figured if I threw that out there, one of you two nerds would would pick up on that. <laughs> Did you guys oh, hear sure. that? Hear no. What? Okay, I I clicked on a website and it was just like this jaunty tune for Ireland came up, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm surprised we didn't. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, right. that's fine. Sorry, so, David. Go ahead. No problem. Uh, so Renfield is it's fun. Uh, my favorite part of the movie is they reshoot some of the original Bella Lugosi uh, Dracula scenes with awesome. Nicolas Cage and, and Nick. Uh, and um, so those are really cool. It's especially if you're if you're into that era, which I really am seeing oh, like the shot for shot remakes are a lot of fun. So they clearly had a lot of fun with that. The movie itself, I would give like a solid like B, B minus. It's good. It's fun. It's not going to blow you away. It's not going to change your opinion of monster movies or any of the the actors. Nicolas Cage actually doesn't ham it up as much as I thought he might as Dracula. Uh, he clearly has fun with the role, but he's not... He's not crazy, crazy over the top, Nicolas Cage. And yeah, it's it's got some some neat little bits to it, but it's it is a very kind of what you 
think it is of a movie. There's no real big twists or turns to it. It's basically, you know, Renfield kind of in a more modern way, realizing that he's in this, you know, toxic relationship and, and uh, (laughs) getting out of it in a very kind of hyper violent pseudo action movie story. Um, But you can, you can still have fun with it. It's, it's a good one for like Sunday afternoon, turn your brain off type of thing. Cool. Anything else, or is that the? Oh, that's what you got. That, that's what like I got from movies right now. Yeah. Yeah. Too too busy work editing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw Oppenheimer oh, in IMAX. Okay. Oh, it was loud. It was very loud. <laughs> yeah, I fig- yeah. Yeah. I figured it would be. It was. I don't know what to think of it. Really, like. It was. It was done by Chris, like Christopher Nolan, mm-hmm. and. You know, like his style of storytelling just mm-hmm. like kind of goes like zip, like zip zaps, like all over the place with like in terms of like a, a timeline. So. Yeah, it was it was good. I I might have to see it again just to sort of get like a. A good. Yeah, sense yeah. Of analysis. make sure you liked it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like I, I did. I don't know. I just, it's just something I don't know how to feel. Like, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. Like, um, seeing like a, like the sound design was great. I do have to say sound design was great. How like it was shot was great, but just like the sort of like contents of the movie, I was, it just sort of, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know. And yeah. it's just like, how, how do I, how do you, <laughs> I've been I felt there, like though, that about right? Tenant. I needed, I needed a second watch Thank of Tenant. Yeah. And on the second time I yeah. watched it where I had subtitles on and I was able to pick up more of the story, I was like, oh, this is just a James Bond movie with funky time travel. Like yeah. it's, and I feel like that's really most of Christopher Nolan. It's like the dude just makes pretty like above average action movies, but mm-hmm. then there's people that, tend to put them on this pedestal where other people are like, yeah. well, that wasn't that good. And I'm like, well, it was what it was. It was above average. Like, yeah. you know, but, uh, but I feel yeah. like people kind of give him too much credit. I yeah. Mean, you know, I, is it a masterpiece? I don't think so. Is it a good movie? Yes. Okay. It, yeah. It's one of my favorites, I guess, of his movies. I liked Inception. Mm. Um, will I watch Inception again? Maybe not. Mm. Um, yeah. It I, will, yeah, I did. I really did like the Dark Knight, though. Mm. Sorry, Nathan. Go ahead. No, no, that's okay. I've been a big Christopher Nolan fan for for quite some time. I think the first of his that I saw was The Prestige, and I mm. love, love, love The Prestige. Love The Dark Knight. Uh, Inception was definitely my jam as well. And so I've seen all of those movies a bunch of times. I'm not going to say like he's my favorite filmmaker or anything like that. He's, it's one that I always watch though. That I'm always like, okay, like I'll see that on his name, right? Like just to to give it a shot. Because I was one of the few people I think that really enjoyed Tenet, but because it got a lot of criticism, and I I thought it didn't deserve a lot of that criticism. I thought was it was good, not his best work, but it was fun, and it was it was a different take on an action movie, and I really liked a lot of the the fight scenes that you saw forwards and backwards. I thought was was Mm. very uh, something new, but to your point earlier, Gabby, I think the. I've I've been there with movies where you you walk out and you're like, 
I, I don't know. I really don't. The first movie <laughs> that comes to mind there is uh, when I saw Watchmen. Because I, I used to be a huge oh, comic book guy. Yeah. Huge comic book guy as, as a teenager. And then like in my early, early 20s. And so I had big opinions on on Watchmen. And I saw it in, in theaters and I was just like, oh, I don't know. Not, not enough like the, the comic. And then I got dragged to see it again like a week later with, with another group of friends. And the second time I watched it, I was like, oh, you know what? It was still pretty good. Like, I, I don't know. I mellowed out a little bit. And then that second yeah. viewing, I was just like, okay, just take it for what it is. It's pretty fun. Um, that was before yeah. I got way too burned out on superhero films. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, I've had experiences like that before. Well, the thing is, like, what I liked with Christopher Nolan, because I think, like, Chris Nolan, he always kind of pushes the sort of the art of the actual film. Mm-hmm. Um, because he used 70 millimeter versus that of, like, the 35 millimeter films. So what it means is, like, you have, like, a bigger, like, aspect ratio, and which allows a lot more stuff to be visible on the screen. And I think... It, it just, like, when it comes with, like, an epic, it's great. Um, like, with Oppenheimer, you can see, like, you get expanses of, like, the New Mexico. It could be, I, I, I don't know where they shot. I don't know if they actually shot in New Mexico, but uh, what is seen to be New Mexico, you see, like, the great expanse of the, um, of the whole, like, the cinematography of like the area like yeah you're you're drinking in the landscape yeah yeah and i can appreciate that um it's it's also like the way um now i could appreciate that for such a big like sprawling like epic where you're not confined to a lot of um like indoor shots like if it's just like set like purely outside, great. Which a lot of scenes were outside. A lot of it you you got to see like a lot of the um, like the town of Los Alamos and all that stuff. You got to see like um, the I don't know how he did it, um, but how he shot like he hardly used CGI for the actual like um, atoms like clashing together and all that stuff. And the um, what looks to be like the inside of like an explosion. I don't know how he did it, but um, it it all looked great. In the he didn't have Hans Zimmer for his um, for he didn't use Hans Zimmer to score his movie. He used someone else, and I think as much as I like Hans Zimmer, this guy it was it was a beautiful soundtrack too. Hans Zimmer can be a little bombastic for people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like Hans Zimmer as well, but it's always like, bah, 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 bah. yeah. <laughs> like I remember he did the Modern Warfare 2, like the original 2009 Modern Warfare 2 soundtrack, and it's the yeah. craziest, most jingoistic shit ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ludwig uh, Goransson uh, did the score, and I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, but again, it was like that sort of deal of just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so. Cool. Uh, I saw finally across the spider verse. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys have seen this yet. I, I did. Yeah. It. And, and Gabby, you said you haven't. 
No, so yeah, I won't I won't say anything spoiler really about it. I, I I enjoyed it. I liked it pretty much. I think I liked it just as much as the the first one. Um, I know s- some things that I heard people complain about the pacing of it, but I, I thought the pacing was fine, especially w- for a movie that one thing I will spoil cliffhangs real hard. <laughs> the, the, they're clearly yeah. making the next one. Yeah. <laughs> like it it like it it ends like any like Empire Strikes Back. It's like oh mm-hmm. yeah, there's another one coming. Yeah. Uh, but I felt when we got to that stuff that is setting up the next one, there was an emotional through that finished. So I felt like there was three acts that finished and then there was a, an epilogue. So I didn't feel robbed. I felt like the twists and turns of the movie were all earned and felt really good. So I, I was happy with it. I liked it. A bunch of memes now make sense yeah. uh, <laughs> on the internet that were not directly related to Spider-Man, but were referencing things from that movie. I was like, oh, okay, that I get where this now just <laughs> popped up out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> uh, so that was good. But I, I, I enjoyed that. I think that was the only new movie I watched. Yesterday, I was just hanging out, and any excuse I have to get into my VHS collection, uh, I was like, well, I'm going to watch The Rock uh, oh with fucking goodness. Nick yeah. Cage and Sean Connery. Love nice. that shit. Sean Nick Cage is so Connery. funny. And I just love that type of movie, like taking guy who works the desk job at some secret service or FBI place and making them go on the field mission like that hunt for red October surprisingly both have Sean Connery, but that kind of movie, I love that shit and seeing what they have to do. So that was a no brainer for me to throw on. Um, Funny that I always, uh, that I, I was thinking about the scene where they're like careening through San Francisco and they destroy all these cars. And you think about, it's like, I don't know how many blocks they drive through just smashing into things and blowing shit up for like five minutes. If that happened here in Halifax, everyone would just move. This would be a ghost town. They'd be like, we're not going to bother rebuilding. We're shutting down. We're moving deeper into the province. We're done with this. It's destroyed. It's not happening. Um, But I I watched that and then I watched Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park, the Lost World Jurassic Park back to back. Mm. Um, which was an interesting experience because I've always been like, I like the Lost World Jurassic Park. And then when you watch it right after Jurassic Park, you're like, wow, they really kind of didn't bring it all the way with this one. And I think I could, part of the problem is when watching the first Jurassic Park, there's sort of these quiet moments where people get to talk to each other as well as the acting is really good that conveys the stuff of like, Alan just sort of being this dinosaur nerd who's uncomfortable around kids, but now is in his element and, and just the way people react to things. Ellie's kind of, you know, arc throughout it of, of being super cool, but like, just again, like these nerds that get heightened by being thrown into what they've been studying all this time. So there's a lot of stuff to like pick apart and see there in these little moments in between the dinosaur action. The lost world has some of that off the top, but then there's a point, in about the middle of the movie where it's literally just scene after scene of people getting attacked by dinosaurs and none of the main characters have another conversation with each other that's not just run here or climb up that. So it, you you lose that. And also the movie was originally shorter. It was supposed to end after the raptor attack and the helicopter comes for them. And there was some sort of epilogue and there was, uh, I think, some other scenes involving... Uh, a death for the bad guy and and whatnot, but it did not go to San Diego with the, so there's this extended action sequence that gets added on that it further inflates this time where we're not spending anything kind of getting into what the characters are feeling, because I think the setup of kind of trying to do 
the the BBC let's go not interfere but photograph these animals in their natural habitat while there's other people exploiting them for a circus mm-hmm. is interesting, but it's never fully explored. And there was rumors that Spielberg directed some of it over satellite because he was also getting into saving Private Ryan at the same time and was sort of stretching himself too thin. And I can kind of believe that as well. So it's entertaining for being dinosaur action, but it, it doesn't hold a candle to the first one. No. All right. So that was it for, for movies. What have we been getting into for the old television? Yeah. Um, so I watched uh, the first season of White Lotus. I don't know yes, if you, you, were, you mentioned this off care off mic to us uh, when we were recording another episode there. Yeah, how was that? It was it was crazy. It took me like a little like slow to get into, um, but it just the spy like it just like started and then just like everyone just started spiraling down. Like <laughs> uh, one of the characters, um, Armand, he played by Murray Bartlett. Uh, Murray Bartlett, you'd have seen him. I think people must probably seen him on The Last of Us, where he was like playing opposite of uh, Nick Offerman. Um, but <laughs> um, spoilers, but in the season, he plays the um, the manager for the White Lotus, and he interacts like this bunch of fucking crazy ass. Um, guests like there's um jennifer coolidge who plays tanya she's like this a, she's like a rich needy like self-absorbed heiress she won an award for that yeah didn't she she, yeah. she was cr- she was fucking crazy because like she she went there to bury her mom like to scatter her mom's ashes but when she went to do it at first uh, she booked a um a boat to go and so um armand um he he was having this crazy beef with um this guy named shane he's like this the male karen he's like um he's essentially like this well like this really rich um sort of dude he's uh he's demanding wealthy entitled like he's a big real estate agent so he has money and basically when they first arrive He's on his honeymoon with the gorgeous Alexandra Daddario. She plays his wife, his new wife, uh, Rachel, which um, their relationship is like rocky because like he's like, no, you're you're now like you're now my wife. Like, you don't need to do like your journalism thing. It's 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 fine. You, you're just writing shitty clickbait things anyway. So why? Boo. Yeah. Yeah. He, he sucks. He sucks. Yeah. Um, but he's like. As soon as they touch down, like him and Armand just sort of keep battling heads. And I think like one of the funniest scenes is um, there's like a bunch, but um, to get back, Armand books um, Shane and and his new wife on Tanya's like ash, like ash throwing, like memorial boat as like a romantic dinner. (laughs) So you have like... um, Jennifer Coolidge, like, oh wow, thanks so much for coming on this boat ride with me. It means so much. And then, like, they're like, "What?" <laughs> That's actually a really good Jennifer Coolidge. Thank you. <laughs> um, but oh my god, um, it's 
there are some scenes that just really fucking shocked me because like um armand was like a recovering drug addict but then he he finds like this bag left by sydney sweeney's character and her friend who had like ketamine speed molly all this shit so he just went straight back into his drug addiction (laughs) and then there was one scene where he's like fuck it um i need a night and myself and this hot ass twink it's not really twink maybe a mix between twink and something else anyways um, might be an otter if it's not a no. twink, it might be an otter. No, he he's not hairy. He's not hairy. So, oh, okay. <laughs> a twunk. He's a twunk. He's like a twink hunk. <laughs> um, anyways, so Mary Butler, like, they started to get it on. And anyways, um, Shane was like, I need to speak with him. Like, my room's still not up to par. I'm still not happy about this boat thing that I went on. So they walk in on Armand actually eating the ass. Of this twang. And it's just like, just you you see it. You see it. Yeah. And you're just like, holy shit. And one more scene that it just, it's like the very climax between these two. Armand knows he's going to be fired. So he sneaks into Shane's room and actually takes a shit in his luggage. Like you see him squat. And you see something come out of his ass. That's hilarious. Which, back to wrestling, that used to be a prank. They'd pull on each other on yeah. the road and they'd shit in each other's luggage. Oh my Fucking god. Heinous. It was... Yeah. <laughs> Took the words right out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just like crazy. And it was... And I've seen the second season and someone say that the first season... Um, it's based off of greed. The second season's based off of um, sex, and it's great because some people like kind of liken to it as like the seven deadly sins, because mm. like I think there's supposed to be like seven seasons, and it's I'm excited. the The next season, <laughs> the third season's gonna be set in Thailand, and it's gonna be based around like spirituality. So I cannot wait to see a bunch mm. of like shitty white tourists. Like, yeah, because I and I think the spirituality sin is wrath, I think, or glutton, uh, I think, or it might or, be like yes, gluttony. one of those two, because yeah. like, I think a lot of like these people are going to be like overindulging and um, just sort of like do that whole like white tour, like spiritual tourism sort of deal, mm, like yeah. sort of like take and take get and the take. one string of beads like the beaded hair hanging down in the front yeah like, oh no you haven't experienced thailand until you've experienced my thailand yeah <laughs> but it's like it's all in a resort and all this stuff and they it's like yeah anyways mm-hmm. nathan how about you so i'm staying on the vampire theme here i actually just uh very legally acquired the uh, new season of What We Do in the Shadows. Do you guys watch that? Sweet, yeah, yes. I'm watching. I'm watching. Yes. I'm watching the new season as well. I think I've watched the first four, maybe five episodes that are out. Nice. It it is my favorite. I think ongoing show mm. at the moment. I just I love it so much. Matt Berry is like my oh, spirit yeah. vampire. Phenomenal. Yes. Have you ever watched Devious. Toast of London? Yes. Yes. Dose of London is so great. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes, Glenn Fandango. I can always hear you. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you're the deviest bastard of all New York City. Okay. Yeah. And they don't, he just does that in everything yeah. he's in. Just he <laughs> pronounces shit weird. And it's just this choice he's made. He, like IT crowd, Toast yeah. to London, this. Yeah. It just does it. And it, it's, um, I love it so much. Yeah. Everybody, uh, Jackie Daytona from oh, Arizona. Arizona. Oh my <laughs> God. Jackie, the Jackie Daytona episode is yeah. easily my favorite. It's I think of that probably, entire series. Yeah, that, that is my favorite. And then I think the pilot is my favorite because it mm. does such a good job of escaping the trappings of being like pilots. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, ooh, they they didn't quite get the fitting or they were trying. This is more the jokes for producers. Like mm. the jokes aren't quite as hitting as they do later in. I think their pilot is fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, it has the joke that Laszlo makes about how he heard someone cl- knocking at his window and he was like, who the fuck is that? I live on the third floor. <laughs> and I thought that's the funniest thing that they've done. Yeah. Um, actually, Matt Berry. Uh, I love Matt Berry. Um, <laughs> he, he actually has like a, he actually has a music career as well. Oh, I, I did not know, know that. Yeah. He um, actually, when he plays, um, I think at the end of uh, season one of the seasons he's like uh before gamo comes to like try to ask him to go back to london uh because he wants to uh, i guess travel with nandor but like um matt barry is actually playing the intro for i think toast of london on the piano oh I oh, is that when he's that. like gay is in and he's like all done up or something like that. I, I can't remember. It's can't been a minute remember. since I watched the other seasons. But yeah, uh, he has like a couple of um, really cool like albums and stuff like that. Um, what kind of music is it? Oh god, it's it's like a really. Um, I'm trying to think of the way to describe it because it's it's not exactly. It's like a poppy. Um, sort of not pop <laughs> it's 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 weird because like i don't know how like, we'll just have to listen to this it's to like a, funky, I think we're gonna have it's like to a really it, yeah. funky one um let me see here albums well there's one one's called um witch hazel uh let's see here i'm on his wikipedia um, <laughs> music yeah um let's see what he does he's done um I don't know. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Witch Hazel. It's like a very like groovy, like um, funky, like 70s inspired, like weird R&B thing. I don't know, man. It's just really I can imagine that. We're going to listen to it. Yeah. And we'll tell you what genre we think it is on the, <laughs> on the That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, you, yeah, I'll tell you what genre I think it is. Nathan will say what genre he thinks yeah. it is on the next cult meeting episode. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, uh, well, I don't know, but it's really good. It's, um, one of them is uh, Take My Hand, which is one of my favorite ones. It's like a, oh, here it is. It's like an acid jazz, like psychedelic rock sort of deal. Like you can, you can listen to it. I as, can, it's like yeah, the monkeys. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. yeah that's, um, that's about what I've been, it's, see, and that's funny because I, I haven't even actually watched it yet. And the reason for that is the new update for Phasmophobia dropped this week. And oh. so my wife and I are just playing Phasmophobia whenever we get the chance. 
uh, instead nice. of actually watching things. And I'm not a vi- I'm not a video gamer really at all. I've played more video games, and and by that I mean mostly Phasmophobia oh. this year than I have probably like the last five years mm-hmm. combined. But it is just yeah. my game. It's yeah. it's a puzzle psychological horror game, spooky ghosts. It's it's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. I um I yeah. I mean, TV for me. Uh, Star Trek Strange New World ended sad, ended on a huge cliffhanger. There's a writer strike. It's going to be forever before that next season <laughs> comes out. But the season was great. We got our first musical episode. They did a crossover with the animated series. So Jack Quaid from uh, The Boys, he's in Star Trek Lower Decks and Tani Newsom. They played their characters in live action. They like get sent back in time and they're with they're the, on the ship and it was fucking phenomenal. Um, so great, great season. I absolutely loved it. But now I'm on Only Murders in the Building. Do you guys watch Only Murders in the Building? No, but I see the trailers. I was going to say I'm, I'm at that, that ab- point. Yeah, absolutely should watch it. Uh, okay. th- so, Nathan, did you say you have or haven't seen? I, it? I have. I've seen the trailers and I know the synopsis, but I haven't yeah. watched it. It yet. is so good. I love whodunits like uh, mm-hmm. and, and trying to find new ones like, you know, it, uh, there's a lot of series, a lot of British series whodunits like but like trying to find movies. I'm always like. Okay, well, I've seen Knives Out. I've seen like this or that. Like, there's not many, so I need to find some more. But I love Whodunits. Uh, it's super good, and it's so funny. Like, it's probably one of the most perfect, re- perfectly written TV shows that I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Everybody's firing on all cylinders. Like Steve Martin, Martin Short, both funny. Um, I forget her name. Selena who's Gomez. On it. Selena Gomez. She's also really great in it. She works really well with them. Like their chemistry, all three of them is great. And uh, yeah, it, you get a lot of like get, can't, like other actors that come in to play, fill in the rest of the parts. Um, so yeah, super, super worth watching. So funny. Uh, so yeah, I can't recommend it enough, but I'm on the third season now. I need to watch the most recent episode. I haven't seen it yet, but so that's where I've been uh, with TV. I'm just I'm waiting for the next Star Trek series to start yeah. up. I think it's Lower Decks, so I just need to wait for that yeah. and it'll start up at some point. Because I have watched is it the cartoon one. Is that the Lower Decks one? That's Lower Deck. Yeah, I have watched a couple episodes of Lower Deck and actually with like Jack Quaid. I forgot. He's in Oppenheimer. He's like in a couple like really weird. Just like, why? No, no. I said, oh, yeah. I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Nathan's like, why the fuck is he in Oppenheimer? Why would you do that? Why why would the beautiful child of Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid get work in Oppenheimer? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We all know who uh, Josh's uh, crush is. Um, but yeah, so in Oppenheimer, he plays like this young, like scientist, but, um, there's like two scenes, two scenes where he's playing the bongos. <laughs> and I think it's in his contract. He, I think he put it in his contract. He goes like, I will only do this film if I get to play the bongos. Cause he's just like going like, what <laughs> was a part? Okay. What was at a party? And okay. I was yeah. like, okay, he's that asshole who brings an instrument to a party. Yeah. And then nothing was like after they like did the test. And he's like super happy. He's like he's ha- so happy. He's big on the bongos. <laughs> he's just like. Well, I think he plays Richard Feynman, right? In that in yes. Oppenheimer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And Feynman was a weird dude. He yeah. uh, he drove like the uh, the military brass crazy because he would write encoded messages to his wife, and his wife would write back. She was like a mathematician dude. They were both mm-hmm. super geniuses. And the military were like, had to ask them for a cipher for it because all of their mail got opened and checked, right? Because it's yeah. a way above top secret. Yeah. And uh, and he would go and break into uh, 
other people's offices and their desks and stuff just to do it and to show them that their security wasn't up to snuff. And yeah, apparently he was a real shit disturber um, as, yeah. as a person. So uh, I, I like that they distilled that down to bongos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but also every time like I see Jack, Jack Quaid, I think of on the TV show, the boys just sort mm. of like bring it back to like, we're in the TV segment. Um, what was like Queen Maeve? Every time she sees Jack Quaid, she's just like, uh, calls him a twink. And he goes twink like, or like a beta cuck or something. No, yeah. it's just like, um, I think the last thing is like, every time I see you, it's like the neon sign that says "rail me." I'm a twink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh I gotta finish watching that. I didn't finish the last season. It's another yeah. show I have. Yeah, I, I avoided the boys for a long time because I did not like the comic. I didn't like people who read the comic. I found yeah. them to be insufferable. Yeah. Because um, yeah. they, they, they only liked it because it was edgy. And I don't like Garth Ennis. I find he is just edgy for the sake of being edgy. And I yeah. don't feel he ever says anything of value. Yep. So I, I, I avoided exactly it for a long right. time. But the boys they completely is, cha- yeah. they changed it. Yeah. It's so they much changed better it than in the a comic. Way it, Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they change it in a way that it is something that is a value and has something to say. And I yeah. and yeah. just when you watch interviews with Seth Rogen about anything, it, it, he is a surprisingly intelligent guy mm-hmm. for just somebody who made a bunch of stoner comedies. It was sort it was sort of pulling the wool over our eyes. Yeah. So now we have this and and just the way he enjoys making mm. movies and shows. There's a lot of love that goes into the yeah. production and stuff. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, uh, I yeah, I've completely did a 180 on it i was completely against i had never wanted to watch it and and i've now i'm completely caught up with it so yeah. i'm looking forward to the next season yeah have you guys seen preacher it's like another seth rogan uh I, i've Darthianus. seen i've seen a bit of it here and there i didn't watch it like beginning to end but i had friends who yeah. were watching it so i've seen like episodes and yeah. like crazy crazy ridiculous shit but yeah it seemed pretty yeah. cool I, i've is. read the comics i haven't actually seen the show yeah. yet yeah i've i've read the first issue of preacher like I saw the TV show first and then I watched and then I read Preacher. Uh, I do have to say the any like Garth Ennis like um adaptation, that adaptation's better. Sometimes you can't say that about like <laughs> comic book like to movies or TV show, but yeah. definitely this time the TV shows are better. Mm. So yeah. Um, there was something else I was going to say that I was remind. Oh, there was two things that I, I wanted to bring up. One's a TV thing. One's a video game thing. Because you were talking about uh, playing uh, Phasmophobia with uh, with D. Um, have you ever played It Takes Two? Oh my god, that sounds it's a so very familiar. recent game. I, it's a very recent okay, game. It's about I like a, a couple it that's a, it's about a uh, it's about a couple that are going to get divorced, and their daughter wishes that they could work it out. So they get turned into she gets turned into a little wooden doll, and he gets turned into a little clay man. And you both control one person controls either one, and you have to do different stuff and have you get different items, and you have to like work together through this kind of magical adventure. Oh, that and, sounds and learn to work so together. fun! Yeah, and, I would uh, be I've been I've been playing it with Carrie, and we have been having an absolute blast. It's super super fun, like. Because there's the times where it's like sometimes you're doing the same thing together. Sometimes it splits you up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, it'll give you like two different weapons that work together in a certain way. But like the, I think the last thing we did was we pissed off a bunch of squirrels that were kind of like militaristic and they had like acorn technology. So they're very much like American military sci-fi guys. But it ended with 
me having to fly a plane made out of my characters like underwear and twigs and it's like a crazy jet plane while she was on top fighting the squirrel guy in like hand-to-hand combat <laughs> and it was very silly but it's like a platformer it's, it's a lot it's of cute. fun but great great co-op game so if you were got, if you're looking for something else and i don't mm-hmm. think it's very long i think we're getting to the end of it and we've only sat down with it a couple times but if you're looking for something else to play with d that's very co-op centric I, I would recommend that, that and then the other thing i was going to ask is gabby do you watch 90 day fiance yes have you watched the most recent episode? No, no, I haven't. Okay, then I won't bring it up. No, 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 <laughs> please do, please do, please do. So I, I just saw a clip of it. I don't uh-huh. watch it. I know of it. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. So I just saw a clip. And so I don't understand the full concept of the show. There seems to be people sitting in hotel rooms watching their confessionals on a laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so during the confession, it's like, is you it, know, the woman it, and the guy. So there's, there's. 10 million other 90 day fiancés is it the original is it the other way is it before the 90 days is it uk i don't know i think it's the base one okay but basically she they go to the confessional of the woman who's like i don't know where she's from she has some accent and it's with some nerdy white guy and she's just like she's like yeah i've done stuff with him that i've never done before last night i i peed on his chest i gave him the golden shower is what she says she's like i gave him the golden shower (laughs) And she's super proud of it. And it was like in their hot tub at their Airbnb. And then like, it just cuts to everybody's reactions. And that's all I saw was just a clip on TikTok. So I don't know what the other, who the other people are that are watching. I like only saw this bit. And I was like, that's crazy. Uh, so I was curious if you were up to date and had any info for well, me here. Another thing I've been watching um, besides uh, White Lotus is I just binge watched. So um, a little context. I haven't been sleeping really well lately because um, last Saturday I got so sunburned. I'm still like super flaky. Like, I don't think you can see it, but uh, I got this thing. um, Sometimes this happens when you get really sunburned, especially on your back or on your arms. It's something called Hell's Itch. Oh, God. (laughs) Sounds lovely. It's, it's, I, I literally open mouth wept. Because I was like, oh. if it was so itchy, like I did, I took like three cold showers, didn't work. I slathered myself with lotion, didn't work. I I had to open up my mom. I took like three antihistamines. I took like a bunch of anti-inflammatory, nothing worked. And I was like, I went through all the stages of grief within <laughs> like 12 hours. And I'm, st- I've, I've, I just stopped itching today. Anyways, I just binge watched because I wasn't sleeping at night. Um, I binge watched um, Below Deck, the, the the newest set, like second season of uh, Below Deck Down Under, which is in Australia. Is this about like people that like work on a cruise ship or something? It's, they work on private yachts. Oh, okay. Like charter yachts. So people, so rich people will charter these yachts and take, take them out. So it was, this happened like... It just happened, like, not too long ago. Anyways, um, it was... It was... Um, so... Oh, is this the guy that the date rape? Yeah. The attempted date rape thing? Okay, yeah, yeah. I did see some stuff about this. This was crazy. Yeah, like, a bit of a um, trigger warning. So, after every charter, um, the crew, like, the stewardesses, which are the housekeeping waitresses they they get whatever the um whatever the guests like 
and the deckhands, which do like take out all the, the fun toys stuff that do a lot of like the ship work. Anyways, the lead bosun, um, him and one of the stewardesses were like getting kind of close, kind of intimate. But after this charter, they all went out and she got absolutely wasted. And she told him a bunch of times like, no, I want to go to bed. I don't want to do anything. And anyways, they get home. He was he was super drunk, but that's still never excuse because I get super drunk. No, and, definitely I, not. and my first instinct is not to try to sexually assault someone. So anyways, he stripped down completely nude and he climbed into her bed like nude and she was asleep and the producers actually stepped in and like they were like tapping him like you you got to get out you got to get out and like one of the scariest things and he was like sort of fake sleeping he was like fake like doing the like like a kid waiting yeah. to get picked up in a car by your parents like thing like yeah it's like and mm. he's like <laughs> and he was like Mar- he's like uh, her name is Margo. I was like, Margo, are you awake? She's like, Yeah, I want to go to bed. And I'm like, Ten out of ten, tired, tired. And he goes like, What about a nine out of ten? He was looking for that. He was edging in so that he could say, Okay, that means mm. sort of. But automatically, she was like, No, no, no. The stewardess is the other stewardess is like, Get out. Producers are like, Get out. So producers, he uh, well, he got out. He he got out of the bunk, but he slammed the door, and he kept closing the door like what just her inside mm. and it was it was it was fright it was really frightening and to have and like this poor it was just like she was so drunk and they finally kicked him out and he went to his own cabin what like the head stewardess went to the captain the captain kicked him out that night which is great but it was he, like a and you look back at other scenes with him and you could see these red flags right away because he like full blown, like pecked her on the mouth without consent. Just like he, cause he was like, Oh, you got something in your eye. And then he went, she like opened her eyes up or whatever. And then he just leaned in and kissed her, mm. which is gross. Yeah. It was, and it's just crazy how much it's crazy that this is what he's willing to do on fucking camera. Yeah. On a reality show where they're being filmed all the time. Yeah. Like, and not a great guy. No. And I think, like, right afterwards, like, one of the stewardesses, she was a shitty person. She mm. she was, she would not leave one of the deckhands alone. Like, she constantly was touching him, like, massaging his shoulders, trying to acting really <laughs> inappropriate. Jesus. And that same night, she, like, they were all drunk. And he was like, I want to go to bed. I told her no so many times going to bed and then she's like i'll give you a massage and he's just like only if you can like leave me alone and it's no nothing sexual nothing sexual Mm. and then like even then he was like you know what no and then she still she like squirted like the massage oil on him and like got up on top of it like it just started and even the producers were like because like what it just happened with like the other other deck end and he was they're just like come on no get out get out of the bunk (laughs) Get yeah. out of the spray it, spraying them with water. Yeah, it's, it's it was done. We're done. We're done. It was, and then she got kicked out because of that. But she was also super sad because she was just like her attitude towards what happened to Margot. 
uh, was absolutely disgusting because she's just like, I'm so sad that Luke left, you know? He didn't do anything wrong. He's he should he should have been fired because yeah. of that. And I was like, oh man. Yeah. Conspiracy uh, to rape is not rape. No. Like, <laughs> what's that what's that Simpsons joke where he's like is like, what did I even get arrested for? Attempted murder. What the hell is that? You don't <laughs> win a Nobel Prize for attempted chemistry. Yeah, no, it was it was this is like what we see like on camera. Um and I do know, like, some reality TV shows have s- are so shitty, like, behind cameras. Like, Definitely. To, purchase, like, to get, like, that, like, crazy, like, shot or get, like, that crazy storyline. They, they will do anything. And so it's... This, if this is, like, what happens, like, this one time that's, like, on, on camera and stuff like that, I don't want to know what happens behind camera. Because that's, like, another whole can of worms so yeah anywho <laughs> all right <laughs> well let's move on and talk about the, the the really super crazy fucked up movie that we just had an episode release about and and what thoughts we've now developed about that <laughs> <laughs> um so i uh re-listened to it a couple times recently <laughs> to help out <laughs> with the notes uh of the editing um I'm trying to think if there was anything specific that I was going to to write down or or talk about. Oh, uh, one thing I did discover in trying to hunt down audio clips for this is that there is a direct sequel in 1994 what? that is about uh, a woman who is a victim of Dr. Meyerling who's hunting down the living children and babies. So that it, I don't. We might do it. I've I scrubbed like through a YouTube to. copy, but the YouTube copy the sound drops out uh, halfway oh, through, no. so it's unwatchable. So if if I can manage to find us a copy, we will do the second one. But uh, uh, there's a lot more baby. I'll tell you that it is a way shittier special effect. Oh no! But it also murders a lot more people. Even the the brief description of this movie on Wikipedia is woman is hunting down these babies. Uh, the mother of this baby is trying to stop that woman and protect her baby, but that baby continues to leave a trail of destruction, I think is how it's done. So, you know, it, it learning that there was a sequel to this, I was like, it, and looking at it, it's like clearly like lower budget. It looks shitty or it looks like a TV pilot. Like, but it was the, it was the direct video uh, version kind of thing, but it is a 1994 direct sequel to the unborn, which was a crazy thing to discover like this late in the game. That's incredible. I hope we can find that. Even if we, yeah. uh, even if we just watch it ourselves, and, and uh, even if this is, it's not an episode. Oh, just to, yeah, just to I take it in and talk this. about it separately. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's hard to know with a when you start getting into movies of that budget, it's hard to know if if it's going to be worth it or not. Um, it could it, there could be a lot more boring stuff and less interesting work going on there. But yeah. uh, we'll we'll see about maybe doing it in the future and, in, and see what's up in the YouTube copy that you found. Is it yep. like the the babies, the murderous babies? I guess there's only one that the movie focuses around. Is it like yes. the one day old kind of thing? Like like we saw with the little baby in uh, the original Unborn? Is it that kind no, of? No, it's, it's still a baby that needs to be held and bottle fed, but it has like a weird big Robert Zadar head. <laughs> like instead of being a weird little Play-Doh baby, it's like they clearly needed to fit 
giant animatronics in this head. So its head is probably bigger than my head on a really tiny body. And it's just like the eyes don't focus on anything. And it's got like the big Robert Zadar chin. Like oh, it's really fucking weird looking. Just I'll send you a picture of it. It's fucked up. But yeah, it's a, it, it's a very small needs to be held fed baby, but then like bites people's necks and murders them. <laughs> okay. Um, so I have some medical sort of backtracking that I have to do. <laughs> okay, Wait, let's get Gabby, into it. You told me in the, the episode that you were a doctor. You were but, the only doctor. Yeah. You were our only one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, sue me for malpractice, okay? So um, so there is such a thing called trans-abdominal approach, which you can actually get an egg retrieval through that. Because um, we did question that a bunch we of did, yeah. I did. Yeah. Normally... Normally, you go in through the vagina. Um, Take a drink. So, <laughs> but sometimes ovaries can be difficult to see uh, when there's been a history of like pelvic surgery or something that can cause ovary displacement. So that's when they'd have to like go in after, I guess, a ultrasound. You they'd have to go in through the um, through the abdomen. But like oh. that's like extremely rare, and mm. I don't think. What was her name again? Virginia. Virginia. Vanessa. Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> uh, I'm doing the same thing as we the, yeah. the episode. I couldn't I get the fucking V name straight. Uh, so I, but then again, we don't know Virginia's like history, mm-hmm. and I think for the sense of the movie, they would have to do the whole trans abdominal egg retrieval because I don't think we could see a full vagina. <laughs> when we were going but then again anyways um also with the um stomach rupture i asked my mom my mom's worked as a nurse for 30 plus years Mm. she's worked in the er all over the place um so (laughs) she was like i asked her a bunch of medical questions last night and she was just like what the fuck have you been watching (laughs) 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 because of course like uh, Dr. Weiling, still not a doctor. Yeah, not not a doctor, of course, because he's like it's he's a character. But even in the sort of character sense, still not a doctor. Because um, when I asked about the navel rupture that happens at when she's on screen um, hmm. during the whole TV interview, I asked that she's like, I'm like, is that possible? And she's like, absolutely, like extremely rare it's not common like what dr Weiling mm. says he goes like oh, oh yeah he's he... like oh it's very common like no because women will have like octuplets and all that stuff and like they their skin will just stretch mm. it just stretches and for a woman who is like i think it's like what six or seven months pregnant it, her her stomach would just stretch it's mm. there's yeah. no chance like it would just yeah. <laughs> so, unless extremely oh. rare for whatever fucking reason. So um yeah. this medical information reminded that I did find out what candy apple time means. Oh, I've been And it's a very yes. it's because the old school ways of doing abortions, especially what those two fucking freaks were doing <laughs> for an abortion where there's sort of a scoop whatever utensil uh, item that they use and then scoop up the the matter when they pull it out, it would look like a little red blob at the end and look like a candy apple. So that's what they were saying when they meant candy apple time. They would 
mm. scoop out the the remains of the child and it would be that so okay. yeah <laughs> i'm glad we all know that now yeah that's i feel richer <laughs> oh, yeah great. for that i love that they say this they perform the operation and we still get a fully formed <laughs> baby just in the trash. Yeah. Well, she was she was super far along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, think, and 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 mutant far along as well. Yes, she was not further along normal. than normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Um, oh god, that, movie. that is awful. That is so gross. <laughs> yeah. I, well, uh, we've we've are done with that movie. We've we've got over that. I don't know, Nathan, if you had anything else to add. No, to, no, we've we've talked about this too much. <laughs> we we we're, we're done with it. Yeah. yeah we can we can uh, call the medical waste people. They can de- deal with this themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're moving on to uh, next week's movie, which is Phantom of the Paradise. Um, I'm going to quickly just double check see where people can watch that one. Uh, I think it was on a couple things. Yeah, I watched it. Um, I think on the Internet Archive is you can find a copy there. That's where I saw mine. I don't know if it's on Tubi. Most of the stuff we've been watching has been. Yeah, which really goes to show about the quality of movies we watch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where Phantom of the Paradise is for rent on different things like Apple TV, Google Play, YouTube. Uh, but if, if we can get it for sure on the Internet Archive, it might yeah. be there. If not, you freaks are going to have to pay for it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's worth it. Yeah, it's actually one of the episodes. Oh, it it's, it's a really good movie. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to be on that movie so <laughs> yeah and and behind the scenes stuff at that time so and something that will i'll eventually release maybe as a patreon or something but i had done a pilot of a version of this show when we were still in school and mm-hmm. the idea was to have different guests on that maybe worked on the movie or or different film enthusiasts so initially when i reached out to gabby to have her on uh i knew she was into all of this stuff so i was like yeah come on but then it worked so well in Daughters of Darkness. It was like, no, you got to come back for Unborn, especially since we're two guys just talking about it. So I was super wanted to get you back, but I had already planned to get Carrie on for uh, Phantom of the Paradise because, uh, and I'll say it now, I don't think we put anything else out. Me and Carrie are also doing another podcast about uh, watching all of the episodes of Baywatch in order called Baywatched. So that's, it was sort of an advertisement for that as well. And the thought was to get other people in for guests, but it's uh, a a lot of work, and B we didn't have enough microphones. C I just really liked the dynamic of the three of us, and I and I really wanted to have Gabby back, and I'm super happy that that's where things went. That I didn't keep trying to go with that guest thing because I you fit in so perfectly. It really just tied everything together. So I'm I'm glad that you're here now, and we've you know the podcast continues to change and evolve. Um, but yeah, that is why on this next episode, it's sort of to, to pimp another podcast <laughs> and was part of an original idea for the podcast. So that is why. Yeah. Um, but uh, going forward, it's it's just the three of us. But I think eventually uh, we'll bring in a fourth occasional person as, as a guest. I think it would be fun sometimes. Yeah. But those will be our like three and a half hour episodes. <laughs> we get another personality in there. Yeah. 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 So Phantom of the Paradise on Internet Archive, if my Internet will allow me yeah. to search. So it, it is anything. on it's on Voodoo, uh, which is maybe where I watched it. I'm, I'm trying to remember it was a little while ago. Uh, it's also on there was one that kind of failed for me, but 
you might get it to work, which is, I think, justwatch.com, which is one of those uh, more sketchy watch movies sites. Mm. Uh, so those are two options. I think the Voodoo one is the one I ended up with. Yeah, the web, the Internet Archive one was linking to a website, but it seemed to fail. Oh, okay, so it doesn't yeah. look like it likes that link anymore. Maybe it was just on my phone. Um, but ultimately, it's worth the rent. Yeah. It is a great movie, mm-hmm. uh, like truly elevated above most of the other stuff that we've done. Yeah. Uh, so I would say check it out. All right. But uh, that's all I had. Uh, so do you want me to end us on another fact? Oh, God. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, this one's a lot more tame. Okay. Roller coasters were invented to distract Americans from sin. And apparently in the 1800s, hosiery businessmen, uh, Lamarcus Thompson, hated that Americans were tempted by hedonistic places like saloons and brothels. So he set out to straighten up one of the most immoral places he could think of. Coney Island in, in New York. There, he built America's first roller coaster to give New Yorkers some fun. So good, clean fun away mm. from seedier pastimes. Mm. If you spin them around enough to make them throw up, they're not going to drink and fuck. <laughs> yep. yep. Words to live by. Yep. All right. See you later, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, join the cult today by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. Help us grow the cult by sharing it with your friends, family, and that chained-up man you keep in your basement. Finally, you can connect with us on Facebook at The Video Cult or on Instagram and TikTok at video underscore cult 666.